With time, I'll finally arrive. For now, I'm just waiting for my breakthrough. Hey, J. Cole, how long did it take you for your platform that came for you to escape through, for your dreams that made you, you? On today's episode of 4AM Motivations, we have an in-depth conversation on God. As we continue on this series of finishing the year strong, we start to understand how a relationship with God will give you the strength, endurance, and clarity that you need to finish this year as the best version of you and accomplish what you're seeking to accomplish. Good morning. I am Chris Mazzara, and this is 4AM Motivations, a podcast that is completely dedicated to your growth. It is currently 4.36 in the morning, and we're grateful you're here because today we continue this series on finishing this year strong. Now, finishing this year strong is this idea that the fourth quarter of the year, October through December 31st, which is usually the most important part of the year for many businesses and many owners, as well as many people that may have not accomplished all that they wanted to throughout the year, well, this is a great time to not only start closing the year off strong, also bringing momentum and clarity into the new year. So a few different lessons. You know, Don't neglect the fundamentals. Don't forget the things that you used to do that got you to the point of where you're at now. And don't start neglecting the very things that built the foundation that you're currently standing on. So don't get ahead of yourself. Make sure you're staying at a consistent and reliable pace. And then also, rest. Understanding what a proper rest, what a proper routine can look like for you to not only have fun on the weekends, but maybe bring a bit more joy and restful weekdays so that you can actually be surviving and thriving through the marathon that is the fourth quarter. Now, today is a beautiful day because we start to dive deeper on my favorite conversation and my favorite topic, which is God. How a true relationship with God is the missing piece, and if for many of you, the most important piece that is keeping you together. Now, when we think about a foundation of our life, what is a foundation? Well, it's the base. It is the very thing that we are building everything else upon. And what's important about a foundation, the same way the root of a tree holds the tree up, well, the foundation of our lives are what hold us up. So what are we building our lives on? Are we building it on something that is reliable, that is sustainable, that is sturdy and strong enough to carry us through the times that we may be feeling weak or tired or deflated or demoralized or all the different emotions that go into being a human being that is striving for more, striving for great things? And what is the most important foundation that we can build upon? God. I mean, there is no greater source. There is no greater power, no greater strength that you can ever bring into your life than God. Now, many of you have a different relationship with God. Some of you may call universe. Some people may practice different religions than the one that I do. Now, I don't want to offend anybody today. I'm going to let you know about what I practice But I think it's also very important that you keep identifying your relationship with your creator, our Father in heaven, God. 
So I'm not here to convert people to the religion I practice, which is, if you have been listening to this podcast, I am a firm Christian. I believe in Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. And I believe Jesus is the one that we go through to reach God, anybody who wants to know more about it. However, you practice your religion, your spiritual beliefs, and what I am here to do is point you in the direction of our Father in Heaven, God. So, what does this mean to have a true relationship with God? Well, I think, for one, we have to understand who God is. God is our Father. God is our provider. God is the one that wants to give us and lead us to the versions of ourselves that he's calling us to become. I believe that the most important part about life is not what we're achieving or acquiring, but who we're becoming. Let me say that again. God doesn't care about what you are achieving or acquiring. God cares about who you're becoming. Who you become, the character that you are constantly developing on a daily basis is more than likely also leading and resulting to the accolades and the awards and the things that you want to buy. Our relationship with God should produce a life that bears good fruit. What is good fruit? Good fruit is is the rewards, is the accolades, is the finances, is the quality relationships. When you have a true relationship with God, he is leading you and developing you into the person that he's calling you to become. And what happens naturally is that your life starts to bear good fruit. There starts to be a greater result of all the things that you're doing. Why? Well, God is righteous. God is pure. God is wholesome. God has no wrongdoings. Everything about God is perfect. And what happens if you are following as your leader, as the authority over your life, somebody that's perfect? Well, then naturally you're going to see your life improve. You're going to see your life get better. So God is not a slot machine. You don't pray and all of a sudden you you receive blessings and your life transforms. No, again, God cares about the path that you are on. Are you becoming the person he's called you to become? So one, who is God? Step one. And then step two is how do we follow God? How do we have a true relationship with him? Well, I think one, we, we have to live in alignment with his values with his rules, what it means to walk hand in hand with someone. Now, this is no different than a father on this planet, right? When we have a dad, when we have a parent, ultimately there are rules. When we follow their rules, what happens? We're walking in alignment with them. There is no resisting them or pushing back or saying, no, I'm going to do things my way because when we do things our way with a parent, you're going to get in trouble. Ultimately, you're going to receive some consequences. You won't be living the life that you could be living if you were living in alignment with them. Now, some of you may not have the greatest of parent examples. However, if you did have a perfect parent that had perfect rules, then ultimately you'd be living better and becoming better because of you walking in obedience to them. So, let's think about our Father in Heaven. When He has these rules that we follow, these morals that we are constantly in alignment with, what happens is we are living a more pure, a more righteous life, and all of a sudden, we are becoming the version of ourselves that he knows we need to become. God cares about our heart. So we have to protect our heart. We got to protect our eyes. We got to make sure that there's no wrong things getting inside of here. No jealousy, no envy, no hate, no judgment, no gossip, 
None of these things will do anything good. They will only corrupt our heart. So we have to protect our heart. We got to make sure we're living righteously, living morally correct within him. And the more that we do so, the more we can have a proper relationship with him, the more that he can lead our life. We can make our decisions based upon his morals. And when that happens, living in alignment with him, ultimately our life will become better. Now, I'm going to give my testimony here in just a few minutes and explain how this all worked for me because I am not this God follower and I was raised in this super Christian home. I was going to church my whole life. Not at all. I've only been doing this really consistently for about three years. So three years, I have seen a whole lot of change with my relationship with God, and I'll explain how that's impacted my life. Now, what's important for you to know is having a relationship with God, we we know what to do. We also need to know what not to do. So sin, what is this understanding of sin? Well, sin is what am I doing wrong that is against God? That is against what God's morals are, what God's rules are for my life. And what happens is I'm not hurting God with my sin. I'm not even offending God with my sin. What I'm doing is I'm harming myself. I am separating myself from God. Sin is not in alignment with a perfect and loving God. So what happens is I'm taking a few steps backward, taking a few steps further away from him, Every single time I sin against myself, against my body, against my life. And that creates this distance that I don't want to have. I want to be walking step by step with him. Because what he has for us in the future is far greater than what we are currently having right now. And what's in our past. So I want to make sure I'm living in alignment with God. And not sinning against myself. Not distancing myself from God. Because when I sin, God doesn't discipline me. No, no. What happens is I start walking off the path that he has for me. His path for me is perfect. And if I start sinning against myself, I will start getting off the path and going on my own direction, going under my own strength. And that's a problem. Then we start seeing some real consequences throughout our life for what happens when we get off the path. Much like in life, if we're on a road trip and we have the perfect destination going for us, we're heading over to California, San Diego. For me, there's no greater city in the world than San Diego. My goodness, what God did with that city right there, no greater city on this planet. I am completely convinced. And what happens is if I'm driving to San Diego, I've got the perfect destination ahead of me and I know exactly where I'm going. But what happens if I get off I-95 and I start taking the side roads. Well, now all of a sudden my my destination, that perfect destination that's there, it goes from this probably 18-hour trip, now all of a sudden going to probably like a 40-hour trip. I have to take all these different side roads and all this different driving to get to a place that's going to lead to a lot more time, probably a lot more lethargic energy, a lot more fatigue, a lot more problems I might face, As I head toward that journey, that destination that God has me for. We understand who God is. We understand how to walk more in alignment with him. And understanding what happens when we get off that path. It creates some greater obstacles, some greater problems for us. Because he has a great destination for us. A a great future ahead. We just got to walk in alignment with him. All right. 
A relationship. How do we develop a relationship? Well, I think for one, we, we have to have a conversation with God every day. And what is that conversation called? Prayer. Now, our Father, if He is our Father, we don't just want to come in prayer for when we're asking for things because if we only talk to our dad when we needed something, how much of a relationship would that truly be? It wouldn't be. It wouldn't be much of one. So ultimately, we want to have a relationship by having consistent conversation with our Father, with God. Ultimately, thanking Him, checking in, letting Him know how we're doing, asking for guidance, asking for support, and turning that into this idea that we not only pray for ourselves, we also pray for others. We're asking Him to, to help others and be with others that we think need it as well. So I think one, making sure that you have a consistent conversation with Him. And then two, getting into the, the religious text or the spiritual text, whatever it is that guides you with these rules or these beliefs. Uh, for me, again, I, I lean into the Bible. I'm led by the Bible and I follow the Bible. For you, it might be the Quran. It might be the Torah. It might be just purely spiritual beliefs from other teachers that you see on this planet. Whatever that is for you, I'm not judging. For me, I follow Jesus, so I follow the Bible. Now, ultimately, I read that every single day. I think it's important that we are reading the text, reading the beliefs on a consistent basis because you are sharpening your mind. You're sharpening your ability to be in alignment with it. So having that ritual around it. Now, you guys have heard my morning routine. Number one, I have my prayer walk in the morning. I come back, I go to the gym. And then when I come back from the gym, I sit down and I, whatever books that I'm leaning deeper into or verses I'm leaning deeper into, that's the time for it. So develop a ritual around that. And I think lastly, besides prayer and, and reading the spiritual text, the, the scripture that you're getting into, I think we should also be in alignment with a, a crowd, a group of people that are also following God. I think if you want to live a righteous life, if you want to follow God and, and get all that he has for you, I think you got to be around people that are seeking the same. Uh, it's very easy to be influenced by your group, especially when they're going in a different direction. If God has a perfect path for you and they are taking you on a different path, I would highly encourage you to start seeking some more God-fearing, some more God-led people in your life. I have ultimately had a friend group that is very God-centered and very God-led and has changed my life completely. It's changed the man that I have become and, and becoming. I mean, you can even tell just from the guests that come on this podcast, each and every one of them has referenced God in some capacity, some manner, because these are the people I want to sit down with for an hour in the morning on 4 a.m. to start my days. So ultimately, having those three things is very important. Your, your prayer life, your relationship with scripture, uh, and the people that you're doing this life with. So what was the point of this whole episode today? It was this idea of, hey, well, we need to seek God first. God has the strength. God has the blessings. God has everything we need for us to consistently make it through this journey that we're trying to get through. Fourth quarter is demanding. It's challenging. It's going to demand more from you than maybe you're actually able to give right now. So what happens is we need to rely upon that foundation we were speaking on earlier, that foundation that we fall back on when we feel like we can't stand up on our own or we're being challenged in so much stressful ways or our energy is not there any longer. We need to have the foundation that is holding us upright, that is carrying us through, that is stronger than we are, so it gives us the strength that we need. You have to build on solid ground. There is nothing more solid than a perfect God. God has everything that you need. 
Seek him for all that you are requiring and all that is being asked and demanded of you on a daily basis. It's the greatest gift you can give yourself than to follow him. Now for me personally, I, in 2017, I struggled with drugs for about three years. I had a three-year problem with addiction. I was going through some things in college and post-college where I was struggling with a breakup and I was struggling with the loss of my best friend who actually uh, took his life. And it's a more sad topic, right? It's a, a very unfortunate one. But during those times, I started to take life under my control. And I started to think of, well, the energy I need is going to be found from a pill. And the sleep that I'm trying to have is going to be found from alcohol. And I started just to get more into drugs, thinking that those things were the answer to me having more peace and more relaxation and really just more strength to, to get through the tough times that I was in. So for me, I started to get really deep down in this dark path and I really didn't have friends any longer. I was kind of resisting and isolating myself from other people and it led to about three wasted years, uh, three years that I, I really do wish I could have had back. And what happened was I got so reliant upon these drugs um, that it was a very hard, hard thing to get off of them. This version of me, this, this coach that you all have associated me to, um, is really the version of me that has been built after all that. Um, I lost my best friend, and ultimately I think my life has been dedicated to helping others avoid that path, right? Avoid taking their life and really just helping people grow to become their greatest selves so they never have to take themselves down these dark roads in the first place. Now, what happened was that I started to have a relationship with God. I had a friend that invited me to church, and I started to have an actual relationship, an encounter with this God that wanted so much greater for me. And you, you say things like, well, how do you know that? Like, how, how, do you, how do you have this clarity that, you know, God all of a sudden had a relationship with you as you go to church? It's like this intuition that you feel. You, you start to realize these, these rules and these thoughts and these clarity where it's like, man, I'm hurting myself. I'm harming myself with these drugs. And all of a sudden, the, the more that you get in relationship with him, the more prayer you have, the, the more that you're in his house, you can feel his presence. You can feel this peace, this love. And these intuitive thoughts just start hitting you and everything just starts clicking and making sense. And all of a sudden, you know, I started to say, okay, well, I, I can get off these pills. I, I can get off these drugs. I don't have to drink to go to sleep. And, you know, to me, it was a, a very hard path to do it, to remove something that I had built such a crutch and that took me down such a dark path. But every day led to one step closer towards a, a greater path. And by no means was it easy. Uh, but damn sure it was worth it, man. You know, it was about 2018 that it took me about a couple of years to really refigure who I was and, and get back to the version of me that I always knew I truly was deep down. But I had some clouds kind of covering my vision, some pain that I was clinging to, some regret that I was clinging to. And ultimately, I kind of forgave myself. I felt like God had forgiven me and he was leading me to rebuilding in a much better way. I had a friend, and you all know, Joshua Paul. He said uh, to me, he's like, hey, your public speaking career, you know, God just wanted to put a little Holy Spirit on it. Like, you know, all that path, all those opportunities, it's not that they're lost forever. It's that they're gone because you got off the path that he had for you. And he just wants to put a little Holy Spirit on it. And now he'll have you right back to speaking and leading crowds. What happened? Joshua Paul was right. You know, my life years later of following him, and it's not that I was following him to receive you know, being on stage or anything. I, I just wanted a pure heart. I wanted to be happy. I wanted to be fulfilled again. 
and ultimately God has changed my life. You know, my life is better than it's ever been. I'm married. I have a great wife. I have a great home. I live in a great neighborhood. Everything about my life is beautiful, right? We are financially stable and financially secure. We have great friends, great relationships, period, within our lives. And of course, my life isn't perfect. However, my life is pretty beautiful. I've got a whole lot to be grateful for. And yes, I have stress. Yes, I have problems. However, I got a whole lot more good than I've ever had in my life before. And I think that's what good fruit is. I think the more you follow God and live righteously within him, the more your life will produce good fruit. So I got off the drugs. I got away from the people that I knew I needed to get away from. And what happened? I'm pretty damn happy now. And I'm in a pretty great place. So I think we have to seek God first. For you and your homework today, it's going to be as simple as what is one habit that you can take on to get closer to your creator, your father, your God? Whatever that is for you, how can you develop yourself more spiritually to be more spiritually alive, more spiritually fulfilled so that you can get closer to him? For me personally, I have been reading these past couple weeks scripture in the nighttime and I realize and I'm realizing that it has not been as uh, fulfilling for me. I'm usually pretty tired at that point in time and it's not staying with me very strong. So I'm bringing that back into the mornings much like I've always done and uh, just bringing that habit, that uh, formula, that routine back into my life. Now that's my commitment to you all and I'm going to encourage you all to do the same. Your homework once again Find the habit that is going to get you closer to God and start to follow it every day. Till next time, my 4AM family, enjoy. Hey everyone, this is Chris Mazzara. Thanks again for joining us at 4AM Motivations. Please subscribe, rate, and share with others who you think would benefit from these words as well. And if you'd like to work with me directly on a one-on-one basis for personal or professional coaching, then please visit mazara.co and find out how. And just because you're a listener of this podcast, when you speak to one of the members from our team, let them know that 4AM Motivation sent you and you'll receive an extra 15% off. We look forward to hearing from you and supporting you on your growth journey.